Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. Hey everyone, welcome back to Right on Track. Joining me today is a returning guest. This is her fourth time on the show, which is wild. So please welcome Madison Gregory. Hey, Madison. Hi, Demi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I I can't believe it's four times. I know. This is my fourth time <laughs> on the show. But that's actually, that's very exciting, though. I'm really excited. <laughs> yes. The listeners love you, and I'm so excited to have you back again. So what have you been up to since the last time you were on, which was around last fall? It's been a while. So what have you been up to since then? Yeah. So lots of like personal things. I got married in November. So that's a big thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, And then I've been really working on recording new music and booking more shows. And that's really what I've kind of been up to since then. You know, I got married and then kind of dove straight into getting back into music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so exciting. I'm definitely in a recording space too. I have been writing a lot and recording a lot, not releasing as much as usual because I'm preparing for another album. So I've been in a recording space. So it's always fun when you get to kind of go back to the creative side of things and not focusing as much on the releasing and the promotion, but the creative side. Yeah, I think it's, it's you know, like I always say, I think it's good to kind of take a break from releasing in a way and really kind of figure out what kind of you want to say too as an artist and yeah. like figure out and polish all that stuff so awesome congratulations on that yeah thanks you too you've been doing so much and um we're going to be chatting about your new single too later on but let's dive into our chat today which is going to be a great one surrounding balancing a music career and a personal life and to kick things off you have a great quote so can you read that yeah this is a quote by Jana kingsford and it goes balance is not something you find it's something you create So I know we both like this one a lot. Why did you connect to this one? I think I connected to this one specifically because, you know, they always say like you need to have a good balance of stuff. But I think, you know, finding that great balance does mean, you know, you have to create that balance for yourself because I think kind of a good balance of things is different for everybody, if that makes sense sense in a way you know I think everyone kind of needs to find what works for them to make them feel like okay I've, I've got this I'm able to focus my attention here as well as over here you know I'm able to really give my attention kind of equally and not feel crazed I guess so I really agree with that you know I think you need to really look into and find that yourself you know Yeah, absolutely. And I really like how it's saying it's something you create, not something you find, because I definitely think that when you're looking at creating a balance of your personal life and whatever you may have as a career path, you need to be active in the choices you're making of what you need to spend more time on 
prioritizing things and not just sitting around and waiting for things to iron out and be more balanced because it's the same kind of thing of like if you need more time for something you have to create it the universe isn't gonna just give you more hours in the day <laughs> sometimes i wish there were more hours in a day but that's not <laughs> the reality and i think that it's also definitely individual because for some people maybe they need to take a certain number of hours a day for self-care or whatever and maybe some people are more focused on these are the days that i'm doing work stuff and then these are my off days so it's definitely different based on who you are and your capabilities and what you're trying to do and balance doesn't necessarily need to mean like completely equal split like you may need to spend more time on one thing than another and so it's definitely an individual thing and that's why I think it's really important to be active in creating that balance and not just sitting around and waiting for something to change because the other thing too is you know like if something is out of balance whatever that looks like for you you start to notice that maybe you're tired or you're recognizing that you're not spending time with people you want to spend time with because you're spending it with someone else or you're focused on something else and so when you start to realize things aren't exactly how you want them, that's definitely a sign to make changes. Oh, for sure. And I think it kind of goes back to like self-care and even like for me, my mental health. Um, I always can tell when something is not balanced or when I'm putting too much into one thing, especially if I'm ignoring taking care of myself because I'm, I'm a very hard worker. I'm very notorious for like staying up late and like literally making sure every part every minute every second of my day like counts like I'm working towards something but you know I think at a point in time and my husband will tell me he's like you can take a break you can like take an hour to like read a book or just like play your guitar or even just like watch a show he's like you know it's okay and stuff and um you know I think it's so important to make sure you know mentally you're good too and that's something that I always try to do like if I'm like okay I feel like I'm being very anxious or I feel very anxious I'm like okay I need to like take a break even like 30 minutes just to like get away from stuff and everything like that yeah absolutely 100% agree I tried to, especially at night, I always take time to read or listen to an audiobook or something, but I'm definitely not like a TV show type. Like some of my friends who like aren't in music or in a super creative industry are like, you don't watch TV. What is wrong with you? <laughs> because like, I just don't like feel like I have the time. Like I'd rather spend it, you know, like just chilling or reading a book or whatever. But I definitely agree with the whole mental health thing and recognizing when things aren't quite right. And I definitely feel the same way when I'm focused too much on, you know, pushing a manuscript or dragged down with interviews or something like I love to do those things and I'm just like you working toward a goal it's like for me I feel like if I'm just hanging out down by the pool with like nothing for hours I'm thinking of all the things I could be doing and all the time I'm considering to be wasted that I'm not working toward a goal but it's not wasted time and I think you know those of us who are super ambitious we sometimes forget that you know taking a couple minutes or hours or whatever to just relax and recharge is super important because when we don't take that time 
we start to feel the negative effects of that. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, you know, yeah, like I've been trying to like read 15 minutes before I go to bed or, you know, just really find space and find time that you can just kind of unplug and, you know, kind of disengage and really just, like you said, recharge because it's so important. And a lot of the times when I find I do more of those things and I take the time to like recharge, I end up being way more productive the next day or I find my productivity is like way better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting you said that because that's where I was going to go next with, you know, being in any kind of creative industry creativity is at the heart of that and so if you're exhausted and you're anxious and you're stressed and all of those things your creativity level is just going to massively drop and so I definitely agree with what you just said about being more productive if you take the time to recharge and relax then the next day and for a while after that you're probably going to feel way more productive because you don't have all this negative energy dragging you down. So another thing I wanted to chat about, which is how being an artist is a very unique situation because in a lot of other professions, they try to say to separate your profession from your personal life. So when you go home after work, you're not at work anymore and you're keeping them completely separate. But for musicians, we can't really do that because as songwriters, what we're doing is super personal, our songs and our interviews and all of that is rooted in our personal lives. And so when we're quote unquote working as artists, we can't really separate ourselves completely from that. And so what are your thoughts on creating a healthy approach to, you know, having that personal side of being an artist in the businessy aspects of it while not taking that too far? Yeah, I think the biggest way is to like, and I know it's easier said than done, but I usually try to have like a set schedule or I try to set certain days aside when like I I look at my week, I'm like, okay, like Sunday, that's when I'll focus on maybe doing more art stuff. Like maybe I'll work on some demos or I'll write Um, or like, and then I might pick another day during the week to kind of work on more like business stuff. Like a lot of, like, I honestly have loved going to a coffee shop and just working on like doing ads, pitching to playlists, doing all this stuff like that. It, it's hard whenever it's like, um, you know, some artists are still working part-time jobs or they might even still be working a nine to five. So it's kind of like once they're off that clock, their like artist clock kind of begins, you know, like I know like once I'm done kind of with my day job, I'll come home and I'm like, okay, this is my time to like work on stuff to get stuff done as an artist and you know but then that's also the time like for example with like my husband you know he works a nine to five too so it's like when we come home it's kind of like oh like you know how do you find that balance of like you know spending time with him but then also being like oh like I need to work on my other stuff if that makes sense and I think the best way too, like I said is kind of setting days aside like I know me and my husband we said a date night aside for us just to kind of focus on each other and kind of eliminate any other thing. And, um, and yeah, like, I think that's kind of my advice is kind of just setting, like, and I know it's easier said than done, but kind of like trying to pick out certain times where it's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do here. This is what I'm going to do here. And every week could be different, 
but I usually try to at least find a certain time where I can be like, okay, yes, this is where I'm going to like kind of disengage from like, like, you know, being artist and focus on my personal life, but, or like, this is where I'm going to like kind of be not selfish, but this is where I'm going to take the time to really like focus on my art and stuff. And I think it's really great when you have a great support system. Like my, my husband, he like, you know, he works a nine to five Monday through Friday, but then like I have gigs on the weekend and he comes to pretty much every single one. And, you know, I, I'm very appreciative of that. Cause I know that that's like part of his weekend, you know, part of his days off and he has ambitions too, but I think we both have made it like, okay, this is what we're doing together. And then, you know, kind of also separating our own time as well, if that makes sense. That may have been like a whole like word jumble, but that is the best way that I could explain it, you no, know, really kind of, kind of just, you know, like I think, like I said, just kind of picking your times and stuff and really kind of choosing to be dedicated. Like that's kind of what helps me is kind of finding a schedule of days that I can kind of dedicate to certain things. Right. And again, it's being active and creating that balance and, yeah, you know, recognizing that, you know, as a songwriter, a lot of the times and the things that we're doing, we kind of have to use up some personal time for that. But then also recognizing there's other things in our lives and completely disconnecting. You know, like I try not to answer emails after a certain time. Like, I see them come to my phone, but I'm like, this can wait till tomorrow. I don't need to email somebody back yes. at 10 o'clock at night. And so, like, forcing yourself to kind of set those boundaries, too. And even if you could do something, like, if you have an hour break and it's like, oh, this is perfect. I could do this. It's like, wait, no, but you can also use that time for yourself or to do something else. Um, so I loved everything you said. And also with, like, the whole boundaries thing, I think, like, when you start getting into you know, the things we have to do as artists, like playing the shows and doing the interviews and all of that. I think there's a balance of the business and the personal there too, because as artists, we're putting so much of ourselves into what we do, but there's also this line in the sand kind of like not oversharing about a song or, you know, just from the other side too, like the people who are doing interviews or not sh or at shows, like, not crossing the line and getting a little too personal with the artist like there's so many times where like fans take things way like out of proportion like with mainstream artists and you know interviewers asking questions that are like a little too personal so that's something also we're constantly dealing with and it's not something we can completely avoid because if we're writing personal songs based on personal experiences obviously we're going to talk about those things but I think we need to make conscious decisions of like how much we're sharing and with who Oh, yeah, I 100% agree with that. You know, it's like, because, and like, I've kind of told myself, like, okay, like this, like, you know, and it's always hard to see. And I think it has to, like, each artist is kind of different. Some people are very comfortable with sharing, like, sharing certain things that, like, for example, like, I may be like, oh, I don't know if I would share something like that. Or, you know, it's, it's just everybody's kind of comfort level, if that makes sense. But I think there is also, you know, like finding that balance as to like, okay, like I'm not going to share this or like, you know, I think, I think there's still a great, a greatness in keeping certain things private, especially as an artist, you know, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. And the other thing too, is like with social media, I tried to 
you know, share some of my personal life online because I've always been like a super open person, but there's certain things yeah. that I'm not going to post on my Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think too, again, it's definitely personal from artist to artist. And, you know, there are some artists who run their social media completely business. Like you're not going to see a single picture on Instagram or a single tweet that has anything to do with personal stuff. And there's someone who, you know, like me, who I definitely do a hybrid. Like, you know, if you look at my social media, you see music stuff, you see like author stuff and you see like random personal stuff and like what I'm up to. And I think that's the kind of balance I like because I like to show like there's a person behind all this. I'm not just an artist. I'm not just an author, but there are definitely people who take the more, business approach to social media and it's definitely personal preference and it also has to do with you know comfort level and like what you feel comfortable with people knowing about you because you are in the public Mm -hmm. yeah no and I like I like that too I like I kind of try to go about social media the same way because I, I want people to know like who I am you know I want them to like feel like they can really connect with me you know that's who we are as an artist and we write these songs that we want people to connect with So it's like, you know, I always try to kind of, of course, like push my music stuff out there, but I also want them to, you know, I want them to kind of see like what I think about certain things or, you know, what's going on in my life, you know, and that kind of comes with like, you know, like you said, that like line in the sand, like, okay, like there's a certain part, like you're not going to cross. But yeah, like, I think that's the best way to kind of go about that with social media wise, you know, kind of finding that balance of personal and business. Right, exactly. And I think another side of this too is with, you know, business relationships as well. Like when you're making connections with radio presenters and bloggers and all the people who give us platforms, I think when you're making those business connections, like I have industry friends who I'm close with and I share personal stuff with, but just because I'm friends with that radio presenter doesn't mean I'm telling this radio presenter my life story too. And so I think it's really interesting when you have industry professional friends because you're obviously going to share more stuff with them but if you are in a situation where you're friends with somebody who's in the industry and they're sharing stuff that's kind of more personal like not to go talk about that to other people even though they're in the public too and so I feel like there's this constant you know kind of back and forth with you know what to share who to share it with who your friends are and recognizing that just because you're friends and you're in the industry like those relationships are a little different than other relationships outside of the industry. So I want to hear about your new single, which ties nicely into our conversation. So can you share that? Yeah. So my recent single is a song I wrote called Have You Seen My Friends? And it really, it was really inspired by as I've gotten older, and I don't know if you've experienced this too, but it kind of seems like it can be like harder to hang out with your friends. Yeah. Especially as you get older, just like... I know some of my friends, they have kids or they have jobs, you know, especially too, as like an artist, like, you know, my work days are the weekends because I'm gigging and doing that. And like, you know, then I'll do other stuff during the week where it's like their weekends may be free and, you know, they have other things they have to do. And I kind of just realized I'm like, you know, it's, it's kind of like a sad time because you're like, wow, like it just seems like, you know, you can never hang out with them and, or it's like been like, not like you used to when you were a kid and like 
I would have like sleepovers all the time or do girls nights. And it's like, you know, just so hard to find like a specific time to hang out. And I kind of just felt like my friends went missing. And I, I wrote that, I wrote the song just about, you know, what I was feeling, especially going through that. But then, you know, also what I want people to take away from it is that, you know, even though you may not be able to see like your friends, like you used to, like the true ones will always be there for you and have your back a hundred percent. Yeah. I love what you said at the end. That's so true. It was so interesting because, you know, when I first listened to the song, it reminded me of a song I wrote um, called Make Time. That's going to be on my next album. And it's basically talking about, you know, like making time for somebody who doesn't make time for you when you thought that you really cared about each other like equally. And I think it's kind of all ties together with what we've been talking about early on with the quote as well with like, yes, we're all busy and 20s are a weird time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Like we're all busy, but at the same time, you know, like you just said at the end with, you know, the ones who really care, like they'll be there for you. Maybe you don't see them all the time. Maybe you don't talk as much as usual, but they're around. And, you know, like what I've noticed is the ones who really care and the ones I really care about, like you'll find the time, you'll make the time, create the time for the ones who matter. And, you know, it's one of the realizations of, you know, like everybody's off doing a bunch of different things now. And I definitely have felt forgotten by people which is fine people come and go different seasons whatever Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like I know who my true friends are now like I saw people's true colors and I know that you know one of my best friends maybe we don't talk for a month but when we catch up on the phone for two hours it's like we just talked the day before and so like it's great to see like who your true friends are but at the same time I agree it's definitely a sad feeling because like I was the one like even growing up in like middle school and high school and college even like my house was the party house like we have the pool here and a lot of stuff and so everybody would come over like summers were like people would just text me like let's hang out let's come over and so like that was my house and now it's like a ghost town and it's kind of sad but it's reality too yeah, no, like, same. Like, I mean, like, I would, my house, it would always be like, oh, we're going to do girls night over here. And like, all the girls would come over and they would like, we would like, just hang out. And, you know, we would always do stuff. And like, even like growing up, I had um, a friend, like, she lived around the block and stuff. And so like, during the summer, we would like tag between like houses and stuff like me and my sister would go over there. And then her and her sister would come back, vice versa. Like, it, you know, and it's like you miss those days and it's kind of sad because, you know, it's like some of the people that like you grew up with, you know, you don't talk to anymore or, you know, you just lose touch. And it, it, it there's also like that, there's like a quote that kind of reminds me of like, you know, people come into your life for like a reason or for a lesson. And I've, that quote has never been more true, like, as I've, like, especially in my 20s, like, I've realized that quote is, like, 100% truth. You know, I've Mm -hmm. had people who have, you know, hurt me, and I think everyone has, and, you know, you don't, you don't know why, or sometimes you just grow apart, and it's, I don't want to say the circle of life, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) and get all Lion King here, but it's kind of true. It's the circle of life, but then you also, you know, along the way you meet new friends, and, you know, it's, um, it's kind of a bittersweet thing, 
in all reality. Right. Yeah, and I think what's also really interesting is, like, as I've gotten older, too, I feel like my definition of friendship has evolved as well like growing up it's like oh yeah you have the best friend the one you do something with every single day have sleepovers on the weekends blah 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 but like I consider you a friend and we've never met in person yeah Yeah, no (laughs) so it's like I feel like it changes when you get older and you know it's like the people who you vibe with and the ones you have interests with and you chat with here and there and you know things change and I think, too, it's, like, you know, with this whole balance thing as well, like, it's so much harder now to, you know, see old friends and all that stuff, especially because people have moved out as well. And it's, like, oh, well, I'm going to be in town this weekend. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be home. I'm going to be here, you know. And so, like, (laughs) correlating times to hang out, too, is so much more difficult. Um, But at least, like, you know, finding time to talk to the people too like the ones like what I really noticed is some people who are like yeah they're not my friends but during COVID when everybody was stuck at home doing nothing I've had people like I like would text people like hey do you want to FaceTime they're too busy what are you doing you're sitting at home like <laughs> and you're doing nothing like how are you too busy nobody's leaving their house so yeah. that's when I started to really notice like yeah you just don't care <laughs> yeah no it's it's uh it's a sad thing yeah like uh you know, I know, like, there have been a few times where it's like, oh, let's, like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let's all hang out, and then they'd be like, yeah, let's hang out, you know, don't hear back, and then you saw they all hung out together without you, and you're yeah, like, oh. oh, I remember that broke me, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, um, okay, <laughs> you know, um, oh, but, you know, like, I think, um, I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm just thankful for the people that are always going to have my back though. Like I've, I've had a best friend, uh, her name's Victoria. I've, we've been friends since high school and she lives in Vegas now. And like, we both, you know, we don't talk to each other every day, but you know, I know like she'll always message me if she's having a hard time or like I'll message her, just check in on how she's doing. And I mean, she was one of my bridesmaids, so it's like, you know. And it's great to be able to know that it's like, okay, we don't talk every day, but it's like, I know you're going to have my back and I know you're always going to support me. I know. And I'm going to do the same for you. Yeah. That's what matters. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, just to kind of wrap things up. So you just released this single. So do you have anything else planned for the rest of the year or you just focus on recording? Yeah. So I do have some new music that will definitely be coming out this year. Um, I won't give you guys an exact date because I honestly have no idea either. <laughs> but um, I, there will be another new music for sure this year. And I'm also kind of still working on recording more music and also just booking more shows and really um, diving into that. But um, I'm, I'm honestly like really, really excited. I'm just about everything. Yay! I'm excited for you too. I um, I'm gonna be releasing one more single this year, my annual Christmas single, and I haven't written it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it will come to you. It I know. Will come to you. <laughs> I know. I have. I've had ideas for it, and then I just nothing has stuck. And I know the elves are getting mad at me because I'm running out of time. <laughs> but oh my gosh, it will happen. <laughs> 
<laughs> it will happen. I believe in you. You've got this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Christmas in July. So like, right. I, I bet something will come to you this month. Like, it has to. <laughs> it has to. Right. Absolutely. So just to wrap things up with our initial conversation, what are some last things you would like to share about balancing a personal life with a music career? I would really just tell people to really, you know, kind of do what feels right for you and to not feel bad, you know, as an artist and I feel like you always want to be creating, you always want to be doing that, you know, you want to always be like working at something and, you know, but don't forget that sometimes like the best like songs come from like living your life. So, you know, don't forget to find that balance to, um, you know, both create, but then also to both like go out and live life and get inspired. Cause I feel like that's where you'll kind of find your next song. If that, that might have sounded really cheesy, but that's, um, that's what I would say, you know, find, you know, find balance between creating and inspiration. I love that. I completely agree. You have to live your life to find songwriting inspiration. So I think that was not cheesy. I think that was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank oh, you. You're welcome. Well, it was awesome having you back again. Can you share with everyone where they can find you online and listen to your music? Yeah, so you can listen to my music on all streaming platforms from like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and you can find me on all socials from Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and I'll be under Madison Gregory with the two T's. So <laughs> can I just say, I don't know if I told you this before, I probably did, but you spell your name literally the coolest. Thank you. Thank I, you. I used, I used to hate it because I couldn't find a keychain with my name as a kid. <laughs> But I've I've realized as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, it's it's different and I like it. And yeah, it's definitely easier to find. So it's such a cool spelling. Thank you. I love it. Well on that note (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome having you back again for round four. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love being on your show and just getting to chat honestly yeah absolutely well it's awesome having you back listeners i hope you enjoyed another conversation with madison gregory and of course until next time stay Stay right right on on track. track